got your Back to the Future t-shirt. Nice. You're going to wear it when we watch Civil War. And I'm going to wear my Peaky Blinders shirt. You know we're recording right now, right? Don't tell the audience. I think they're going to know. Welcome. Welcome to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast, where we cover anything related to behavior change that will increase your long-term wellness and happiness. And now, here are your hosts, personal trainer and RNs, Matt and Jenna Lane. What is happening? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. My name is Matt. And my name's Jenna. I love this friggin' podcast. It's so fun. I love this so much. Appreciate you guys tuning in. As always, if you're brand new to this podcast, thank you so much for being here. There's a video version of this podcast. Uh, click the link down below. This podcast is all about implementing behavior change for your long-term wellness and happiness. Jenna, what are we talking about today? We are talking about nutrition today in response to a lot of comments we've seen in our videos and our content um, asking um, just about what should I be eating if I'm trying to gain weight or lose weight or, you know, some, some basic nutrition questions. So it made us realize we need to go back and uh, maybe cover some of the basics. Yeah, without a doubt. But before we dive all the way in, we wanted to say, what do we want to say, Jenna? That we're happy you're here. Come on, do the thing. <clears throat> Um, if you would like to consider supporting us, you can join us on Patreon, and I'm sure Matt will put the link down below, I think is what I'm supposed to say. That's correct. Um, and What kind of perks do they get over there on I Patreon? I was just about to say it. Well, you you okay, so right, rudely okay. interrupted so I was me. I trying to help you doing out. Doing so well, plugging. You're doing great right now. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon uh, gives you the uni unique opportunity to see uh, some of our content uh, ahead of time. Um, and depending on the tier you're in, you're also, you also have the opportunity to get some free merch. Yep. Um, so check us out. There's quite a few different like opportunities. Uh, and I don't know, it's, it's been really cool connecting with some of the patrons over there. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I don't know, it's, it's just been, it's been something that we've had to get used to, but so many people supporting us there. It just means the world. And yeah. some of these early access pieces and things that never make it to the to the main YouTube channel or to this podcast channel, um, it's just been really fun. So also, at the top of every show, we hit you with our... Gratitude point. Gratitude point. This gratitude point is something that should be able to shift your perspective. In your life, there's something that you can pull from the depths of your soul. Or it could be something real small. Could be big, could be small. But the point is, does it shift your perspective and make you a little bit more grateful? Jenna, I'm going first. So we always have this battle of like, who's going to go first? I don't know that I'd call it a battle, but you get to choose. So well, every now and then you pop off and you're like, I'm going first. So I am very grateful for always putting happiness as my North Star. I realized the farther that I've leaned in to making happiness the utmost important, the better my life has become. Uh, coincidentally, happy, the happier I've become. And I, I think that adopting that mentality, it's not random. 
that I've, that you can, you can attest that I have been happier. Like the more that I've just gone towards it, the, the better things have been. And mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that, you know, problems don't arise or, you know, hurdles don't just go away. Like things still come up, but focusing on happiness and keeping that the North star is always the best answer. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Right. Kind of feeds into mine. It was hey. almost like you were in my head. Hey. <laughs> um, so uh, keeping with the topic of nutrition, um, something that I've talked about in previous podcasts, I think even like the second episode is when I talked about my anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and something that I've always struggled with is that my anxiety kind of snowballs and that really affects my physical uh, health as well as my mental health. It's uh, kind of wrapped all into one. Um, in this past year, I've really struggled with my mental health and that really, uh, has been evident in my physical health. I stopped working out. I started really feeding into my anxiety based, um, food cravings, uh, and, and just the spirit of transparency. I've actually gained 20 pounds in less than a year. Um, and it really started that negative self-talk snowball um and in the last couple of months i've really just tried to stop that with getting my mental health right and without even adding back in exercise or that sort of thing i've really um stopped the cravings and the that negative self-talk um and i'm getting to my point (laughs) good job matt uh i just You know, I'm really grateful for you, Matt, and honestly for this podcast, too, because it really makes me stop and break down why I'm doing the things that I'm doing, what my actions really mean. Um, You've always been really great with just very lovingly trying to just bring up some of the things that I'm just burying my head in the sand about. Um, You've never been like... Hey, what are you doing? You're getting fat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, you just, you bring it up very um, gingerly and I appreciate that, Uh, especially coming from a woman's standpoint. Sometimes that can be very um, angering. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I appreciate this podcast too, because it's really helped me kind of delve into my feelings so that I have things to talk about on the podcast rather than me just saying like, I have anxiety and I have a trouble managing it and then that's just the end of my thought process yeah so this pod this podcast forces you to give context which in return makes you really think and be like oh that's why without a doubt so i think i think it's important first of all good job jenna on reaching for the reason as to why rather than just getting frustrated and being like oh my god i gained weight so because you know me that's how that's how i feel why is always the the important question as to why it's happening or why you're trying to do something. So mm-hmm. good on you uh, for having a Matt's ADD moment going <laughs> off, but it's good. What you, I mean, what you just said to me basically was I'm grateful for this podcast. I'm grateful for, you know, having that supportive piece near you. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think uh, as we kind of move into the topic, um, there was a comment on our live from last night that I think really brings to light uh, something that, we need to talk about, which is someone commented that if they ever get to their, 
you know, a point in their life where they have to weigh their food and eat the same thing every day that they would not want to do that. Um, and the, that's just the way we, um, that's the one I responded to. Yeah. Yeah. Was that on a live? Yeah, it was, it was a comment on the live after. Okay. Okay. So it was in the comments of a live that we had done previously. Got it. Go ahead. Um, and I think that's an important point to bring up, um, just right at the beginning. Sure. We're not going to be talking this whole time about how you need to weigh out four and four ounces of, uh, plain meat and six Mm -hmm. ounces of broccoli. Like that's not how we live. We choose to live very simply with our meal preps, Yeah. but most people don't and you don't have to. That's just, we're just kind of lazy, honestly. Yeah, it's, it, it comes from a, a source of laziness of, um, you know, we started meal prepping, oh, man, how long has it been? It's been six, six years, Six I think. years. So for six years, we've always had meal prep food. And that is, that's not a humble brag. It's just how we enjoy living our life. Yeah. And honestly, it comes from more of a place of, we want to eat good food so we feel good. You know, a lot of people are like, Matt, you don't eat bread or Matt, you don't eat, you know, you're this fitness guy, but that's so not the truth. It honestly mm-hmm. is just such an easier way to live and it's less expensive to eat this way. Yeah. Yeah. And so I kind of want to, because the difference in Matt and I, in the way that our brains work is that Matt is much more extreme and disciplined than I am. Um, he was the first one to start meal prepping. I actually made fun of him when he showed me a YouTube video. I'm pretty sure that's of, why I stuck to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I eventually adopted uh, the idea and started eating his meal preps. I wasn't participating in the meal prepping, but I was, uh, you know, benefiting yeah. <laughs> from his time um, because it was easier. And what I found was that um, it was cheaper yep. and less expensive. Yes, less expensive. Yeah, um, I think there's a difference between cheaper and less expensive. Cheaper yeah. means a degrading quality. Less expensive means monetarily it doesn't cost as much. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, and the unexpected benefits that I found were um, I had more time to eat my lunch because yeah. before I was... Um, leaving the I was uh, at work. working on a nursing floor at the time I would leave um, go stand in line at the cafeteria or Wendy's or Subway they're both in the hospital where we worked and um, stand in line order my food get it walk back upstairs and that's you know at least 15 minutes of your 30 minute lunch break if you get to take your 30 minutes exactly so what I found myself doing was it's like two o'clock I'm starving. I've had a rough day. And so I can very easily justify um, going to Wendy's and getting a large fry or getting, you know, the whatever cheeseburger that I wanted rather than, you know, getting something maybe a little bit better choice. Yeah. Um, so when I brought my own lunch to work, I already had, I already made that decision to eat that healthier option. Yeah. Um, And then it only took two minutes in the microwave rather than 15 or 20 minutes going to get the food. So then I had more time to sit and reset and relax uh, to go back out and work the rest of the day. I think that's an important piece that we don't really talk about often. 
I with agree, the meal prepping. I agree. And, you know, we've had a few other podcasts where we've touched on this subject. And I know that I'm trying to think back to what episode it was, uh, but we delved into nutrition. But we are, if you've already heard the previous episode where we talked about nutrition, we are going to be bringing some new pieces in this episode, mm-hmm. as well as rehashing some others if, if you are new to this podcast. And um, I think you're 100% right for the working person that has that nine to five when you have food available, when you're rushing out to work, or even if you're not rushing out, if you're in your morning routine and you're like, all right, it's time to go to work, having that meal in Tupperware, sitting in the freezer or the fridge, because a lot of people have asked the question, what about like, how long does this food last? We've had it sit in the fridge, or we've had it sit in the freezer for three months. But what you can do, you put your meal preps in the freezer the night before you can put it in the fridge. It's thawed out for the most part that cuts down on your microwave time. But like I was saying, when you can go to the kitchen, you're on your way out the door, and you grab Tupperware with a very complete whole food meal, that does so much financially, mentally, physically. So over the course of a handful of years, Jenna didn't work out at all, and you dropped... Like 40 pounds? Dropped 40 pounds simply by eating this food. Mm-hmm. So I don't believe that there's really any valid excuse for anybody to say, I don't have the time because mm-hmm. it saves you time uh, when it comes to, you know, you, you take one day a week and you prep all this food. And then for the next, that next week, you don't have to cook anything. Yeah. And it cuts down on dish time. It cuts yeah. down. So money in 2014, we spent about $14,000 on food as a whole going out to eat and, you know, everything that we were doing, spending it on fast food, all that 2015, was the first like full year that we had been meal prepping. I added up everything. We spent seven grand that year. It literally cut our budget in half. Mm-hmm. So there's your monetary. I don't have money for it. I just, there's not an excuse that anybody can give me mm-hmm. that says that they can't do this. Now I will tell you, and I'm getting off on a bit of a tangent, but I think mm-hmm. it's, I think it's still mm-hmm. contextual that you don't have to prep for a full blown week. Right. Just prep for the next day. Yeah. Prep for three days, five days, just slowly inch it up. And I think an important point to make is that you need to do what you know you're going to stick to. That's it. So if, you know, your family is used to eating a fresh home-cooked meal every night and that's what you want to do, you love cooking, neither one of us really love cooking, so that's why we do it all at once and get it over with and done with, then just make an extra portion yeah. for the next day. Yeah. It doesn't have to be super healthy food. Mm-hmm. Um, the point is likely a homemade meal is going to be a healthier option than fast food or grabbing something, um, you know, out of, uh, you know, anxiety or Ease. stress or whatever. And so I'm going to be plugging playlists and videos in the description below of what I think will help you uh, from the main channel. I know there's a nutrition uh, playlist, there's a meal prep playlist, but if you're interested in delving into this world of nutrition, I'm going to plug it down below. Um, But you're 100% right, like reaching for that fast food option just because it's quicker or easier, it, I don't know, like you unintentionally dropped that much weight because you were just eating the food. Yeah. And it's because it was portioned out correctly. That's another thing. So some people are like, why do you portion it out? Why don't you just eyeball it? When you portion this food out, when you know you have this much amount of protein, when you have this much amount of carbohydrates and vegetables, you're not overshooting and wasting food. Mm -hmm. You're also not undershooting 
So you know you're getting enough nutritional value if you're tracking your food through MyFitnessPal and all that. Like it just makes it so much more accurate for your budget, for your body, for your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think um, something else that I learned by meal prepping is that I used to like if I was going out on my day off running errands or whatever, and I'd get hungry. There you go. If I didn't have food ready at home, then I can justify in my head like, oh, I need to stop and get whatever. And then as I'm sitting in line, I'm like, well, I mean, I really love this or that here. And I never come here, so I should probably get it just because, you know, that's my favorite and I don't ever come here. And then I end up, you know, driving away with, you know, at least a thousand calories worth of food. And then I eat it mindlessly driving, so you're not even really paying attention to it and enjoying it. Um, So... Once I had, I knew that it would actually be faster to just come home and throw something in the microwave for two minutes. I stopped stopping at a fast food restaurant on my yep. way home. So even just that, it that's, you know, cheaper and it's faster and it's, you know, less calories and sugar and guilt and regret yeah. and, you know, self, you know, negative self-talk and that whole yeah. snowball, you can stop it. Um, nutrition is more than just what you're putting in your mouth um it's the way you feel uh, mentally and physically and i think that's something that i really learned was that um i really became more in tune with my body and how i felt and really understanding my headaches um and what my triggers were once i cut out a lot of that stuff she's had chronic migraines yeah like i i it was horrible i spent a lot of time in the dark with ice packs on my head and all kinds of stuff i I did for a long time and then we changed our eating habits and I realized just eating fewer processed foods and really figuring out what my headache triggers are, even though that's food that I really loved, it really doesn't have that allure anymore. If I know that if I eat it, yeah, it's going to taste good for a couple of minutes, but then I'm going to feel terrible for 24 hours afterwards. It's not worth it. Well, and you know, and in transitioning into, into the piece of eating what you enjoy. So we do not eat food that we dislike. Mm -hmm. We do not scarf down food that is quote unquote what people think is healthy. I think when people think meal prepping, they think it has to be bland chicken breasts, brown rice, and broccoli. Coincidentally, I actually like those foods. But um, (laughs) here's the thing, like we don't do that. We eat what we enjoy and you know, I know I'm giving a bit of a mixed message here, but this is where I want to delve into. I've had the, the question, and this is me not calling anybody out. This is me not shaming anybody, but it's important to, to note that I've had the, the question, what food should I eat? And first of all, I want to tell you, if you're listening and you, you, you know that that's ringing a bell and that's you, I want to say I'm glad that you asked the question, Mm -hmm. okay? Starting somewhere and asking the question is fantastic. And I'm not the only person that has any knowledge in this, okay? But that's the wrong question. And I don't, it's not that person's fault, okay? The question should be, how should I eat? Because if I tell you what to eat, First of all, you have to be a registered dietitian for anybody to, to prescribe you any sort of meal plan or anything like that. So a personal trainer can give you in sort of uh, general guidelines, instructions, but uh, there's a legality piece to a personal trainer telling you what to eat. So if I just say, hey, go eat chicken breast and broccoli, 
first of all, you don't, if you don't like that, you're not going to stick to that. If I tell you to go eat organic, healthy, this, that, this, and that, that doesn't mean anything to you. And that's what I do with my client training. I meet you where you're at. So you have to do the same thing with your own nutrition. Meet yourself where you're at. Figure out what do you like? Because I think there's this very confused question of what food should I eat? And I think there's a big, big difference in what is healthy and then what is what calories are in this? I think those are two different things, but I think they can be both, if that makes sense. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think asking yourself the correct question of how should I eat? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that's important to know for somebody who's trying to gain weight or somebody that's trying to lose weight Yep. is that it's really a calories in versus calories out. Um, and Matt has a great instructional instructional video on my fitness pal. I'll put that, I'll put that in the description below. And again, we're not meaning to say like, I, I know a lot of people have asked like specifically, what should I be eating? Um, but it's, it's different for everyone. And I think you, that's, you made a good point that you need to start with asking yourself what you like. Exactly. Because there's, um, there's a friend of ours who has a meal prep business and she spends, an extraordinary yep. amount of time cooking her client's food. We had her on this podcast and, actually. Yeah. And delivering it. And it is amazing food. Yeah. Um, but that's not, that's not the our kind style of food that we like. No, like so, there in, so her name is Fran and she's, she was on one of our podcasts. She's here locally in Pensacola and she's still doing it. She's doing a great job. She puts so much care into her food. You can literally you taste, can taste the care, mm -hmm. but let me tell you something. It's not how I like my food. Like, I know that sounds terrible to say I don't like care in my food, but there's there was just, the food is fantastic, but we just enjoy eating, um, I guess, more plain food. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That's, that, okay, that's, the, that's not a right way to say that. So we enjoy good tasting food. But we've gotten used to how we I cook. guess we've I gotten used to how we cook, and we, we know what we like. Jenna likes yeah. onions. I can't stand onions. Um, there's just certain things that we know we like and certain things that we don't. And I mm -hmm. know for some people, they're like, I have to have variety, or mm -hmm. I have to have that that incredible tasting food that tastes like it has care put into it. And so what we do is we lean on our snacks in between these meals. Yeah. Um, and we mix it up so there's things that i like that matt doesn't really like as far as um you know neither one of us really like to cook so if you watched our lives there's really not a whole lot of cooking going on nothing super complicated we cook our meat we cook um most of the carb but then the rest of it is either you know frozen quinoa mixed in with vegetables and stuff that i like or um and then frozen vegetables. I mean, literally yeah. it's very simple stuff. I think that's a good point to bring up that, um, you know, I think you've had several people that have said, I'm not a cook. I can't cook. I don't have the means to cook or, or whatever yeah. that it's possible to meal prep without cooking anything. I have a, so I have a, uh, a video in this playlist that's going to be down below where I cook everything in a crock pot, which means people that you throw it in a crock pot and leave it alone. Like mm -hmm. you, you press a button and come back in eight hours. So I, th I think that, I think that the, the point of, of, of all these questions of what food should I eat or what, what about keto or what about this diet or what recipes should I eat? I think at times, not always, but I think at times those are excuses for people. I think people don't really want to, 
to learn how to do this. Yeah. You know, and like, it's such a corny thing to say, but once you adopt it as a lifestyle, like it just becomes a part of your everyday thing. I, mm -hmm. I made a conscious effort and decision and said, listen, if I don't have meal prepped food, I'm not going to eat. I, I no longer give myself the option of being like, all right, well, I don't have food, so I guess I'm gonna have to pick something up. That's so unintentional. And if you're working on your body, if you're working on your mind, I think that's really bad for you. Now, I'm not saying that you can't eat McDonald's ever again. I'm not saying that you can't eat fast food or whatever it is that you like. I think it's important to do that. Yeah, and we do. We do. <laughs> so we what we practice is called flexible nutrition. Also got a video on that as well for, on the channel. Um, <laughs> flexible nutrition is where you basically eat 80% whole foods, you know, the foods that you know are very nutrient dense and good for you that you happen to enjoy. And then 20% is, you know what? I'm going to eat that because mm -hmm. what this does is it keeps your sanity. It, it, one thing that I always stress with my clients is that I never want you to feel like you are taking things away from yourself. Like, I don't want you to, I don't want you to have that feeling of like, well, I can't ever have that again because you're not going to stick to that. The reason we continue to meal prep is because we eat the things that we enjoy. Yeah. So I think that's very important. And I think it's also good to note that the reason why there's so many success stories with so many different kinds of diets is because those people stuck with it. Exactly. And the reason why somebody else wasn't successful was probably because they didn't stick to it. Exactly. And the difference in the way that we live versus those diet plans is that it's a lifestyle. It it's is. not a, it's not a, diet I, and it's I, not a gimmick you, you this is how we live every yeah, day yeah um so if you you know adopt that sure your your progress is going to be slower but it's going to be consistent and long lasting there it is there it is and I, so how do you do that like how do you make sure that it is long lasting maybe maybe you are out there and you're like no i really matt hey thanks for calling me out i'm actually looking for the real answers so i will tell you this the best way to adopt what this lifestyle thing is that we're saying is to keep it super simple. Keep it, keep it simple, stupid. Keep it stupid, simple. Keep it simple, stupid. Um, I like how you struggle every time you say that. I know, right? Because I always <laughs> picture the office whenever he's like, <laughs> whenever Michael says, uh, keep it stupid. Keep it simple, stupid. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, exactly. Um, if you keep it simple, you keep the option or you give yourself the option to continue to come back to it. Um, and I don't want you to adopt our ways if it doesn't fit you yeah. and your lifestyle, you need to adopt your ways, you know? And, but I, I think at least trying to get some education on it, trying to, trying to educate yourself on what's in the food. And that's where my fitness pal, like I'm such a proponent of that. Mm -hmm. And some like you, you hate counting calories. You can't stand it. But I just encourage people to use my fitness pal for one week to get some calorie yeah, just awareness. To learn about it. To understand what's going on yep. in food. You never have to pick the app up again, but try to really educate yourself with this rather than just being like, what foods do I eat to drop weight? Yeah. You know, like, I don't, I don't know. That's, that's just, yeah, I could go on and on and on and on about it. But yeah. And uh, so I think it's important to talk about our struggles too. Um, you know, something that I, really got into a really bad cycle with is sugar. Yeah. And um, I had a really lot of anxiety around sugar too, which like 
when I was very conscious about, oh, I need to lose weight. I'm trying to lose weight. And then um, somebody brought donuts for a staff meeting. Yeah. And I'd be like, no, I'm not going to eat the donut. And then I would obsess over thinking about the donut. Absolutely. And then I'd go eat one. And it was, I was so obsessed over the donut that by the time I went and ate one, I really ate two because I was afraid if I went back later, somebody else would have already eaten all the Jesus, donuts. I'm just anxious hearing you say that. Yes. Um, but I realized um, sugar is a one, a, a headache trigger for me. And so that's a really important way for me to be like, oh, no, thanks. But then I also have realized that once I get into that cycle of I let myself have like half a donut yeah. or one cookie then i get back into that cycle of thinking about sugar mm -hmm. again and going to seek out sugar that i don't really even like yep so what i've learned is that if i just stay away from it i don't start that cycle over and over again so i've learned and again this is not the probably the healthiest way but it's certainly better than eating you know four donuts out of stress but yeah. You know, we drink those ice drinks. That gives me that sweet fix. Yeah. Um, we eat, you know, Power Crunch bars as a snack every once in a while, and that gives me that. It's like a wafer-style protein bar. Yeah, Go so ahead. it gives me that, you know, sweet tooth, um, you know, fix yeah. without having that rush of sugar. Because um, I really feel like I was addicted to sugar yeah. at one point. I just, uh, just it just completely consumed yeah. my thoughts of just having my next sugar fix. Yeah. Um, so when you're talking about nutrition, even though, you know, the fake sugar probably isn't the best substitute or, sure. you know, the healthiest thing in the world, it is the substitute that I use to just yeah. not completely go off the deep end. And there's a billion, you know, there's a billion studies and thoughts and comments and saying, you know, the, the fake sugar is bad for you. You shouldn't do that. And then there's another study that comes out three weeks later. So, I mean, I just, I think it's important for you to figure out, you learn a lot whenever you really start to pay attention to your, to your nutrition mm -hmm. and what it does for your body. So just like you said, with the sugar and the triggers of the headaches and all that, what I found with beef specifically, and th this is a whole nother like realm of, beef and you sh you know if you're a vegan you shouldn't eat animals or if there's a religious tie to it obviously there's many facets and i'll be honest with you i've struggled with that thought of you know i hate the way we mass produce beef and all that but here's the deal at the end of the day i do operate better on beef i do i i tried tried doing ground turkey for a few months coming off of beef and then i noticed that my strength was different just i felt different and I don't believe this was a placebo. I gave it enough time and went back to beef and noticed that my, just my energy. And there's, it, there's a lot in beef that's very good. There's L-carnitine and iron and just all sorts of stuff that I know I was getting many more nutrients out of that beef. Come at me, bro, in the comments. But um, you get to know yourself a lot when you really start paying attention to what you eat and what you work well with and what you work poorly with. I didn't realize for a long time that I had a, a slight milk allergy. Yeah. I used to drink a gallon of milk in two days and then I went off of it years ago just, just to go off of it, just to try it. Um, I think I was heavy into protein shakes at that time. And I was like, I'm gonna try water with my protein shake. Came back three months later and had an allergy, uh, like a stomach allergy to, to that uh, dairy. And it's simply just because I lost that, that enzyme, uh, lactase, lactase. Yeah. 
lactase to breaking down that dairy. Anyway, I'm saying that you learn a lot about yourself when you really start focusing on the nutrition. Yeah, yeah for sure. And I think it's, um, you know, the reason why we've really focused on meal prepping and this nutrition-based episode is because it really is the the best and laziest and easiest way to yeah. stay on track. Yeah. And I think no matter if you're a great cook, if you hate cooking, if you're, you know, in high school and, and yeah. are trying to make gains, I mean, whatever it is, even if it's not you cooking, there's, there's always a way. There's a, there is where there's, there's a will, always a way. There's a way. There's always a way. And it, so I want to, I want to go back a little bit closer here. So I want to, truly define the difference between caloric value and healthy food. And I, I think that food can be looked at in three different ways. One is caloric value, which is how much energy is actually in that food. And a, a good, for instance, is fast food versus whole foods that you've cooked at home. One has more calories in it. And most of the time, most of the time, it's going to be the fast food. Mm-hmm. Coincidentally, there's less nutritional value in the fast food than there is at whole food. So I'm going to flip it to the other side of what is healthy. Healthy means that there is nutrients in the food. You get more nutrients from the food that you've cooked, that you that you went and bought and then cooked yourself. It's very minimally processed. It's whole foods. You get more nutrients out of that than you do the fast food. Ever wonder why you eat fast food and then an hour later, two hours later, you're starving again? It's because there was a lot of calories in that fast food, but there wasn't very little nutritional value. That's why you stay fuller longer with whole foods, and that's why we push it so much. Now, the beautiful thing is when you can find foods that do both. So that's where meal prepping comes in. That's where weighing your food out comes in. You'd use those whole foods, and then you figure out how much you should be eating. There's that portion control, and you have the balance of both worlds. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that there's really s- foods that are superior to others. You know, you hear the term superfood. Superfood doesn't mean that it's like some holy grail, holy crap, if you eat this, you're just so much better off. All it means is it has a lot of nutrients in it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I want to, the, the term superfood kind of drives me nuts, to be <laughs> honest with you, because it, it puts it up on this hierarchy. It makes it very easy to sell in a supplement. Somebody's like, but it has, is it acai berry in it? So it's a superfood. Like, yeah. it's such crap. I think it's like a marketing tactic. I And that's, that's the problem I have with it. There's not like a category, like an FDA category of no. like on the pyramid superfoods. Yeah, that's a very good point. Like, it's not like in, yeah, it's not like on the what was it, uh, the .gov website? Because now it's a plate. It used to be a, a, a pyramid, but now it's a plate. You know, it's not like anywhere on there. You got a portion for superfoods, exactly. Yeah. Um, I kind of ran off on a tangent there. I'm sorry. Yes, you but did. I love talking about this because there's so much here mm-hmm. and there's there's so much behavior change. There's so much psychology in this. And nutrition has done the absolute mu- the absolute most for my physical body. Out of all the workouts I tried, out of all mm-hmm. the diets I tried, focusing on the nutrition has all, it's it's just done the absolute most. I can walk around with abs just if I'm focusing on the food. If I'm, mm-hmm. if I'm fairly, not even, honestly, not even really measuring out. Like if I'm just fairly strict on eating whole foods, I, I can 
pretty quickly get abs. It's because I've been practicing it so for, for so long. That's not a humble brag. It is what it is. Yeah. Like this is my life. But for you, if fitness isn't your life, like if you just focus on whole foods, don't do anything but focus on whole foods, I promise you, you're going to get closer to where you want to mm. be. Yeah. And I think a, an important educational point, even if you're not wanting to use MyFitnessPal long-term, is to just not change anything you're eating yep. and just plug your stuff into MyFitnessPal for a week. And you're really going to learn a lot about what you're eating. Yep. It's really going to be eye-opening, um, I think, because I've done it of, you know, oh, this is healthy. Absolutely. And then I realize this giant salad with all of this extra stuff is actually more than the, you know, the food that I wanted to eat. Yeah. Um, so I think just doing that educational piece and really my fitness pal doesn't take very long. No, it doesn't. It's very quick. Once you learn how to, um, you know, navigate the app, just learning, even if you don't do it throughout the day, at the end of the day, if you just mm -hmm. want to plug your stuff in, I think it's really educational and that's a really good, place to build your foundation as far as what you're eating versus you know what you maybe should be eating or shouldn't be eating and just educating yourself on what's actually going in yeah. right now and that kind of gives you the direction of where you need to head i haven't had one client yet that hasn't had this realization but i always i always have them start off with my fitness pal for the first week and i say eat whatever you want eat how you have been eating don't change a thing but I want you to track everything that goes in your mouth. And every single time on that follow-up phone call, that, that client always says, holy crap, I didn't know that much was in that. Portion sizes, people have no idea what portion sizes should truly be and yeah. what they are, which it makes sense why you gain fat, gain weight, because you don't know what's going in. I always call it the caloric budget. Uh, it's always very translatable when you say, you know, if you want to get your money under control, you have to know what's coming in and what's going out. What are you spending your money on? How much money are you making per month? Same concept with nutrition. Mm -hmm. Same concept, whether you're trying to gain weight or lose weight, lose fat, gain fat. Um, it's just so, so pivotal. Um, and I think a lot of people try to take the easy way out and say, I don't want to do that. I, like you have to, you have to make a conscious effort to really want to work on this. And there's some pieces like my fitness pal and technologies that are not that difficult. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people just make it harder than it has to be. There's an there's an option in MyFitnessPal for a quick ad. So if there's something that you add into MyFitnessPal a lot, like it's let's say it's a meal of four different things, you can save that as one meal and it's one click rather than going in and putting four things in. So it's just mm -hmm. you have to really adopt it and try. Like yeah. you know, I, <laughs> I I love this topic. I really do. Yeah, and so there's a couple. Two more things I want, want sure. to just mention. One is that something that I learned when I started being better about actually using the meal preps was that something that was common where I worked at the time was that we ordered out a lot. And it's still common. It's common where I work now is that they, they order out a lot. And that's just part of the culture. And I felt almost immediately after like two or three times where I was like, no, I'm not going to order out. I brought lunch that I stopped being asked or invited to eat or to order point. out. Yep. And I really got my feelings hurt. <laughs> I did. I got my feelings hurt. I thought that they didn't 
care or want to ask me or whatever. And so when I confronted one of my friends, like, why didn't you ask me? They're like, well, you, we, we know that you brought your lunch, so you're not going to order. And then I realized it was just, they realized that I had changed. And so it wasn't that they were leaving me out, but I thought that was interesting looking back that I really got my feelings hurt when in reality, it's just, they knew I brought my lunch. There was no reason so to ask me. I'm the exact opposite of you. First of all, I'm grateful for any coworkers that would be like, hey, Matt, you want anything? But, like, I don't give a damn. Like, y'all eat what you want. <laughs> like, I brought my food because that's what I want to eat. So, like, I was actually relieved when that started happening to me because, like, I started getting less questions. I was like, finally, I can just eat this without being questioned. <laughs> but now it goes the opposite direction where people are like, oh, there's Matt. He's not going to eat pizza, which, you know, like, that's so – that's not the case. Like, we eat pizza. Like we yeah. eat, we all the things you're like, they probably don't eat that. We eat it. We eat it. I yeah. had a whole jar of Nutella that I knocked out last week. Was it last week or the week before? <laughs> like, I don't know. I just think that from an outsider looking in, I think a lot of people think that you have to make just such massive changes and they have to be crazy complicated, but it's not the case. Yeah. Figure And what all of these are, all the things that we've been talking about, they're all tools. They're all tools in your toolbox. Figure out what tools you need. Yeah. Not the tools that we use. Yeah. Well, and I think planning your cheat meal. Oh, it's huge. You know, like the other day they ordered your favorite place for a pizza at work. Yeah. And Matt declined. But it wasn't because he didn't like that pizza. That's his favorite pizza. But think about. Shout out to Sky's Pizza here in Pensacola. (laughs) Awesome, awesome pizza. What's more enjoyable and intentional you know, eating pizza real quick with your coworkers, you know, while you're trying to get work done and just, you know, just robotically eating it while you're trying to do work and not really enjoying it or taking a night where you invite friends over and you order pizza and you watch a movie like that's much more enjoyable and intentional than just eating what's available at work. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, so yesterday we, um, we went grocery shopping and like, I knew that we were going to, we wanted to do something. Cause we, we honestly, it, you know what? We didn't really touch on that enough. So there's this thing called a cheat meal. I like to call it a treat meal. And this is a part of that balance piece of making sure you keep your sanity and eating that 20% of what you want to eat. But I think it is very important to set a day or set, you know, having it set out this should not be a random thing and what we did yesterday was we went and got sushi yeah went and got sushi we never spend money on that like it's always of course sushi is expensive and all that but we've been we knew we were eating well we set this designated day and time and all that and we were like that's going to be our time and Mm -hmm. i felt zero guilt yeah it was great yeah and as well it should be yeah i think we've gone away from that lately because of the quarantine um, yeah, but I, you can still have your special treat meal. Yeah, um, even with the restaurants closed. Yeah, without a doubt. And this is getting a little bit in the weeds. And I think that you do have to be really aware of yourself. I think you have to have practiced this nutrition piece, and you have to really know yourself. But I believe that it is possible. I take that back. It is possible to lose weight, lose fat, eating nothing but fast food. That'll blow your skull away. Yeah. Yeah. Quote me on it. You can lose fat. You can lose weight eating fast food. I don't advise it. I don't think it's good because the nutrient you're not getting as many nutrients as you could. It's going to be more expensive. But 
the 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 big thing there is healthy food doesn't always mean that you're going to lose weight or lose fat like you touched yeah. on earlier what that really is is just a caloric balance mm-hmm. again I, I really don't advise you going eating fast food but um yeah getting into the weeds yeah i think i i just kind of want to end with this sure story okay um there was a girl at work one day i walked up and i listened to her talking about she had this very in-depth complicated list of foods that she needed to buy and prep for the specific diet yep and she was already like she had printed it out she was looking at it and she was like oh my gosh this is going to be so expensive this is going to take so much time i don't like any of this food on this list um, and I think she's trying to lose weight for her wedding. Yeah. So, you know, it was important to her to lose the weight, but what she had chosen was something that she didn't want to take the time for. She didn't like the food. Yeah. She was already in, in my head. I, I wanted to interject and say, why are you doing this? Yeah, exactly. This <laughs> you sounds terrible. It and you haven't even started. But, you know, I just minded my own business. I was, you know, just trying to put my head down and do my work and leave it alone. But I was curious you know, how that was going to go. And I think about a week later, I was uh, there on her unit again, and I heard her talking about um, how, you know, she had tried this diet. She had tried so hard, but she hated it so much, and she just gave up. Um, and I, it wasn't surprising, and it was unfortunate because she really had something, a goal in mind, um, but she hadn't chosen the right steps and i think that's so important to yeah. start with of and that's not what that's exactly why we're not sitting here saying you need to eat one quarter cup brown yeah. rice you need to eat one cup of this like because that might be what we like but that might be something that you absolutely hate so you're not yeah. going to stick to it exactly like nutrition is not this specific list you can't put it in a box and say this is the magic fix for your nutrition yep it's very individualistic um and no matter what your likes or dislikes are you can make it happen um with a little bit of effort and a little bit of education that's right and i want to end on this so i get the question a lot like what's your motivation like i've lost motivation i've fallen off the wagon or whatever this goes for nutrition as well you have to have a strong why as to why you're starting this if you simply say, I want to lose weight, well, you're going to get those results of you're going to lose weight maybe. But if you say, I want to lose a certain amount of fat or inches off my arm, or if you make it very measurable, mm-hmm. you have a literal, a little, little, a literal road to get to where you want to go. So I think it's extremely important to figure out your why and be very specific with it. Mm-hmm. Be very specific with it. Yeah. Um, and for me specifically, um, when I'm managing my mental health, my physical health falls into line yep. much more easily because I stress eat. <laughs> yeah. And so if I'm not managing my stress, I'm not managing my nutrition. Yep. And if I work on my mental health, my physical health, even if I'm not exercising, the nutrition is so much easier Yep. because I'm not stress eating. My cortisol levels are lower. You know, yep. I'm not in that, you know, uh, anxiety snowball. Yep. I I have stopped it mentally so I can manage it more easily yep. physically. It's true. 
Lastly, I want to give a shout out to Brad Fedick over on Patreon. Uh, he and I have been talking quite a bit. He is a supporter of us, and I just truly appreciate you, man. I, I, I've really enjoyed getting to know you over there. Guys, again, if you want to help support us, there's a bunch of early access and just a lot of fun things that we're doing over there, things that we have not released to the main channel that won't ever get released. Uh, it shows like a lot of behind the scenes of how we're doing things, and like there's a video of Holden and I, how we were shooting the thumbnails, and it's just it's been really fun over there so if you want to support us there's a link down below i truly yeah. appreciate you um and shout out to everyone else who's Absolutely. watching commenting yep um you know we really appreciate everyone absolutely you're, no matter what your involvement is if you're listening to this right now you're supporting us in ways that we could have never imagined that's true um you know those of you who have uh subscribed to this YouTube channel that have come over from our main channel who have come from Holden's, Holden's channel. channel. <laughs> um, you know, we really appreciate the time that you've put in to listening to us. Um, we never imagined that really anyone would listen to us uh, or watch our videos. You know, we do this really with the motivation of, you know, this is something that we're passionate about and, and yeah. a fantastic byproduct is that, you're here and you're listening, so thank you for that. I imagined it. I did imagine it. But it's surreal the amount of feedback that we've received. And I will tell you the 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 level of impact that we've had has been unbelievable. Mm -hmm. uh, the amount of people that have contacted us and say, and that, first of all, I want to say this is not about us. This is about what this thing is doing and how it's been impacting people. I could not be any happier knowing that we're impacting people mm -hmm. and giving good. Like I, I honest to God feel like I was given this message, this void, and I'm simply a vessel of this. Uh, this is not because of us. This is because of the message that we, that mm -hmm. we want to spread as cliche as yeah. that sounds. So thank you all for, for validating that piece. It means the absolute world. Thank you all for being here. This was friggin' fun. I knew this was going to be a good one. <laughs> guys thank you so much for being here we will talk to y'all next week this has been the better than yesterday everyday podcast we want to thank you for listening and invite you to subscribe to the show as well and follow matt lane fitness on youtube until next time you don't have to be perfect just be better than yesterday every day i just went to take a sip of that and there was nothing in it i noticed nailed it <laughs>